he just uh, puts a piece of bologna in his shoe, and he just <laughs> he just feels funny. All right, here we go. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get stuff done, and finally start loving Monday with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hello, everybody. Courtney, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Courtney, there are so many apps for productivity. Have you ever searched for a productivity app in the app store on your phone? Oh, so many. There's a zillion. There's so many systems. There's this type of journaling. There's this type of tracking, habits, all all this type of stuff. You know what I used to do? What? I used to buy all the planners. I'm not kidding. I was like a habitual planner buyer. It was like... Like physical planners? Oh, yeah, yeah. I bought. I would just buy them all. I would like use one and then change and use one. It reminded me of like when you were a parent for the first time. You bought all the parenting books, except they all said different things, and you were trying to figure out what you were supposed to do. It's like, this planner says hustle, this planner says be clear, this one has goals. It was like a hot, hot, hot mess. Yeah. I'm, on the other side of that, I'm much more of a digital, like, I didn't have any, the full focus planner was the only and first actual planner planner I used, but I loved having all these different apps, and the problem is... You can try so many systems. You can do so many productivity, quote, activities. I have so many little hacks on my keyboard, you know, on my computer and all this stuff. But you can still feel overwhelmed. You can still feel exhausted. You can still feel like, am I even winning? Yeah, totally. It's like there's just something missing. And you're like, you're looking for the magic bullet, but, you know, you just can't find it that way. Yeah, for me, I have looked at it like, I, I don't know if I can actually measure my success because I kind of feel like I'm still in the same place. Like at the beginning of the week, I felt kind of overwhelmed and tired. Now here I am at the end of the week. I think I got a ton <laughs> of stuff done. I know I checked a lot of boxes or do whatever, but I just feel still that out of control feeling. And I start to think, is this just, is this just what life has to look like? Well, here's the thing. It's not Just you. And I I think everybody listening to this has felt this way before. The good news is we've got help. That's right. Today we're going to talk about a change of mindset. And it's going to revolutionize the way that you approach the things you got to do. The way you approach your work, your home to-do list. You're going to be more productive right away and finally feel that sense of peaceful control. Yeah. And what I love, you're going to win right away and it's going to impact not just your work, but your home and your health and your relationships, which honestly, a lot of those things are sometimes more important, but we don't put the emphasis on our most important relationships. This is really a change in how you think about productivity. That's right. The key is you don't need to just get more stuff done. Everyone out there, if you if you look at productivity apps, if you look at books, everyone is telling you, hey, here's how to get stuff done, get more stuff done, be more efficient, right? You're not thinking about it correctly. The way to think about it is not just to get more stuff done, but to get the right things done. So you're probably thinking like, Blake, well, duh. And all I can say is challenge accepted. We are going to show you today exactly how to do this. And we've got a really special guest later in the episode that is really going to show you how this works in real life. This is a podcast about focus. We want to help you banish distractions, get stuff done, and really loving Mondays again. 
Yeah, that's really the promise of this podcast is we're going to teach you how to love Mondays again. That's right. But before we jump into that, say hello, Verbs. Hello, people. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This. Glad to be here with Blake and Courtney. Also want to invite you, those listening, to make sure that you share this podcast by using the hashtag Focus on This Podcast anywhere in the social media universe where you find yourself. And we will greatly appreciate it. But not just that. The people that you share with will also appreciate the share. Well, let's get into it. Yeah, let's jump in. The key is you don't need to just get more stuff done. And the rationale behind this is simply this. To achieve more, you have to make mental shifts. And we're going to share the specific mental shifts you've got to make. Where do we start, Courtney? Yeah, the first one is everything starts with clarity, not activity. And I am super prone to doing the activity one. I mean, I love getting some things done. And if you're a high achiever, you're on that same train with me. Well, that's an important key. You've got to have clarity because if you don't, you will get into a hamster wheel of unfocused activity. You'll get pulled off course. And it's going to be unsustainable. You, you will run out of energy eventually, and you'll be going, wait, where am I even going? I just sort of hit the ground running, but I didn't really set a course. Yeah, and you may feel like you do that. You're like, oh, I know I have clarity because I've got this long to-do list. That's, that's not it. Here, here's some questions you can ask yourself. What's your company vision? What are the top three goals for the quarter? What's the most important thing to do today? And honestly, I bet you can't name all three. That's right. I mean, goal setting is a, is a huge part of this. And if you aren't using the planner already, uh, this would be a reason to, to jump in and get it. If you are using the planner, maybe you're like me. I started just to use the planner for the Daily Big Three. Maybe you heard our episode on the Daily Big Three. That's what I was using it for. And it took me a while to actually go back to the early pages and go, oh, yeah, I should be setting some real life goals. Um, And for me, getting that clarity, you know, Michael's written a couple of books that are awesome. If you struggle with clarity, uh, Best Year Ever was a huge book for me to help me understand, well, what goals should I be setting in these different domains of my life? So first and foremost, you've got to start with clarity, not activity. Uh, And next, what's the next mental shift? Uh, The next one is productivity requires greater focus, not more time. And this is so key. This is what everybody thinks. You know, if I just had one more day this week, I could actually get all the things done that I need. And newsflash, you don't have one more day. So you got to do something different. That's right. I, I mean, I've found myself before wishing, oh my gosh, can you imagine if I just had three more days, if I had a couple more hours... Right now, I've got an infinite home, so if, if I had a few more hours of sleep, that you know, <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, but you know, that's why in the planner we've baked in. I mentioned just a moment ago the daily big three and also uh, the weekly big three to help you focus on what matters most. Because productivity, it's going to require you to say no to things and really say yes to the right things. Yeah, and I think I I need to say something really quickly about this. A lot of you are hearing voices that are saying just hustle more, and what I think that means for a lot of people is they they work, they have a plan in the day, sort of. It's a to-do list. They don't get it done. They go home and eat dinner, and then they start working again. 
until they go go to sleep. It has to be so unsatisfying. Well, let me ask you this, Courtney. What is the main um, downfall of just that whole hustle mentality that you've found for most folks? I mean, I'm totally stealing the words of Megan Hyatt Miller, but she calls it an immature philosophy. And it is because you just can't sustain that. You will eventually run out of steam and it's going to hurt all areas of your life. You may be hustling well in one area and killing it professionally, but you may be destroying your relationships. You may be destroying your health. And ultimately, that's not success. Success is when we win at work and succeed at life. So it catches up with you at some point. Absolutely. This may be going too deep, but people, would you go deep with me for a second here? Because when we talk about clarity, when we talk about focus, I think one of the reasons people struggle with that is because they've really got to do a gut check on the type of person they want to be. Who are they? Uh, you, you, you know, maybe you've heard someone say, you know, your, your husband's a pastor, so maybe he said this, but like, you're not a human doing, you're a human being. And it's that, you know, you've got to reckon with that when it comes to focus of, because it's easy. It, it, to some extent, it's easy, especially if you're a high achiever, a productivity nerd like I was, to just want to keep doing more and more and more. And realize, wait a second, what is this even for? What am I really about? And those sometimes are scary questions. So scuba, we can come back up. (laughs) I know I went deep on you there, but I think it's important. That's awesome. Yeah, so that second point, productivity requires greater focus, not more time. We could go on and on. Mm -hmm. We probably do 12 episodes about that. Mm -hmm. But our third mental shift is your daily task must reflect your highest priorities, not your pressing demands. Absolutely. It's so easy to just go, oh my gosh, what do I need to get done? What's so urgent today that I need to do? And get lost in the whirlwind of daily activities. Yeah. And I think this is why a lot of people have a bad relationship with goals is they don't have a framework for how to do this. And so they start off the beginning of the year and they're like, yes, goals. But at the end of the year, they're like, what were those again? I don't know. They've forgotten them by like week four. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you kind of alluded to it just then, but the next mental shift you've got to have is this. Progress requires looking back, not just forging ahead. This is so hard for me, Blake. Why? I work really hard at this one, and I know you're so good at it. It, like, hurts me to almost say that I have a hard time with it. I'm such a forward thinker that even in when I do my weekly preview at the end of the week, I have to work to like celebrate the wins from that week. And honestly, I think it really hinder it's a huge challenge in my leadership because who wants to report to someone that has a hard time celebrating wins? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm guilty of that too, but for a different reason. For me, it's easy to look back. You know, I'm an, I'm the Enneagram 4. I'm always thinking nostalgia and you know all this stuff, but I tend to feel more regret naturally than going, "Oh, well, what was Well, let me ask you this because I know that this is an area of struggle for you by your own admission. But besides leading your team and encouraging them with, hey, here's the wins we got, just on a personal level, why would it be important for someone to celebrate their wins? Isn't productivity just about fixing all your problems? <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, it's all about your mindset. If you only think about the failures that you've had, the mindset that you're going to have is going to be really negative. But if you take the time to evaluate, okay, how did I win this week? And that's a totally different shift in how your outlook is 
on your next week. Yep. I would say if you struggle to do, if you have a planner or even if you don't, you don't need a planner, honestly, to do this. It's really helpful to have the planner because it forces you through that framework if you struggle celebrating your wins. But, you know, if you struggle to continue a habit of doing a weekly review, I would wager to guess that you also have a hard time celebrating wins. Because for me, that's what I, whenever I got out of that habit, my life starts to get chaotic, right? Yeah. But the reason I resist it is because I don't want to face my failure from the last week. And celebrating your wins helps you appropriately view those failures because it's really important to learn and to make adjustments based on what happened last week. So the next mental shift that you've got to have is you must manage your energy, not just your time. And I love this one. This is my favorite mental shift. Why? What do you love so much about it? Well, I think a lot of times we're so, and maybe this is from our like early careers in an office where we just think about time. Like you get to the office at eight, you leave, you know, and you've got to get all these things done. And really you, you just have to manage your energy. If you just look at things as like, how much hustle can I do in that many hours? You're just going to be exhausted. You've really got to figure out when to use the energy that you have on your highest leverage task. It's not about time. It's about energy. Yeah, I think it's a great point. It's, it is, it is like you said, you mentioned that quote from Megan, but it is a more mature way of thinking how to plan your day, how to plan your life. There's a tool that for me has has honestly been one of the harder ones to adopt, but it when I do practice it, it's extremely helpful in the planner. We call it the rejuvenation optimizer, and it forces you to look at other domains of your life. It forces you to look at, hey, how are you going to rest? What are you going to do for fun? You know, my <laughs> sometimes I'll look up and be like, oh, when's the last time? I was talking to a counselor friend of mine, and I was just like, I was really struggling with regret. I was angry and I was going through all this stuff. And he's like, hey, when's the last time you just did something purely for fun? And I was looking at my calendar going, uh, does playing a video game on my iPhone at 12 at <laughs> no. night count? No, that it doesn't, doesn't count. count. No. Right. So you've got to actually plan those things. Otherwise, they just don't happen. And you know what's so sad? I don't think people give enough credit for how those other things impact our work. You know, like We're so focused on how to get more done at work that we totally discredit that all these other things in our life impact that as well. So how do you become intentional about how you manage that to manage your energy? Yeah, it's interesting. We, if you think about it almost like, uh, you know, you wouldn't just take a car on the road and, and drive for a thousand miles and, and never plan to stop for gas, never plan to get the oil changed, never cha- plan to check the alignment. And yet we can treat ourselves you know, this is encouragement. Y'all out there, you're a Maserati. You're yes. driving your car. You, you are worthy of taking care of, you know, Absolutely. being taken care of, right? And we've got to take care of ourselves, not, you know, treat ourselves like we're just, like you said, just a, a machine. You're a whole person, you're a whole being that requires that rejuvenation. Absolutely. Great. So we've, we've covered several mental shifts. Courtney, give us the rundown. Give me a, a quick summary of where we where we went. Yeah, here we go. Everything starts with clarity, not activity. The second one is productivity requires greater focus, not more time. The next one is your daily task must reflect your highest priorities, not your most pressing demands. Next, we looked at progress requires looking back, not just forging ahead. And finally, you've got to manage your energy, not just your time. 
Whew, this full focus mindset, it's a lot to take in. And we're going to be talking to someone who's actually doing it. So, but before we do that, I think Verbs has something for us. Sure do, Courtney. Just want everybody listening to know that we do have a Facebook community that's dedicated to productivity and using the planner. You can check it out by searching for Full Focus Planner Community right there on Facebook. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you may listen and leave us a review because we'd uh, love to know how we're doing. Now, let's get to our guest, Josh Kincaid. Hello. Hey, Josh. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I am glad to talk to you this morning. So, Josh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about what you do? Because I think people are going to be curious. Well, my primary role is serving as education minister at a church here in Oklahoma City. And I've been here for uh, about 12 years. Why don't you also share with us how you got started with using the Full Focus Planner? I've been using the planner uh, since January. Um, I got to a point where I realized I was getting a lot done but it wasn't good stuff. Uh, I'd get to the end of the day and have a lot of emails checked off my list, and I kept deferring the big stuff because I wouldn't have enough energy left. I'll, you know, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll think about this big project idea tomorrow. So I was doing a lot of things, but I just kept felt like I felt like I kept spinning my wheels and was doing the wrong things. So I wanted a way to to be more intentional about how I spent my day. So I had been listening to. Uh, the Lead to Win podcast for a while was familiar with uh, Michael Hyatt and company and decided to take the plunge and buy the physical product. Although, man, I'm in such a digital world. I had such you know dissonance about going back analog, but having listened to uh, all the materials about the planner and joining the community, it makes so much sense to do something in written form. And so that's what helped me be a lot more intentional about how I was spending my time. I can totally relate to that, Josh. It's Blake here. Man, it was hard. It took a lot of convincing for me to go, okay, I'm, I'm going to drop 30, 40 bucks on something to carry around when I didn't I just do all that work to get rid of the paper? <laughs> what, exactly. What, exactly. You know, what have been some of the results since you started using the planner? What, you know, you mentioned being intentional. What does that look like for you, you know, in a more specific real life basis? Well, one thing I like about the planner is it, it forces you to set priorities and goals. And so everything is tied to that. And so at the end, you know, as I get ready for another quarter, I'm looking at the big things I want to get done. And then every time I'm planning my week, I make sure and go back to that and say, am I doing the things that are most important? Uh, So what it's meant for me is feeling a lot better about how I'm spending my time, um, feeling like I'm focusing on the important things, but also not letting the small things slide. I think it's just meant I'm able to do the important but not necessarily urgent things just as much as I am doing the urgent, but not important things. And the the big thing about me, like I'm in ministry, my job is people. It's not tasks, it's people. And I want to make sure I always have time and mental energy for the people I serve. So getting things down and prioritizing, it actually helps me feel better when I get an interruption, when something comes up and either somebody's got a you know, a, a pastoral need, or it's just a, a coworker who wants to talk about what we watched on Netflix last night. I feel better about spending my time with people because I feel like I've got my priorities more in order. That's awesome. You mentioned, you touched on a couple things there that were related to what we were talking about on this episode that we're recording today. We call it the full focus mindset, but it's really just mental shifts that you have to make to get out of the 
kind of, hey, I'm just checking stuff off of my task list to some things that you mentioned. I'm doing things according to my priorities towards my goals, not just things that are urgent. Um, another one that we have mentioned is you know, that progress re- requires looking back, not just forging ahead. And there's a section in there that you, know, you do a weekly preview is that something that you've been able to incorporate and and how is you know do you look back as you're as you're setting these intentions does that help you uh, as as you're planning your week and your days yeah it's been really helpful i used to to just look ahead what do i need to do to get ready for next week now the planner forces me to look back not just on what happened but on what were some wins and you know there's a question what worked and what didn't and it it really has helped me evaluate did I spend the time the way I intended to spend the time? If I didn't, is that something I should have done better at? Or did the week just blow up because things happened and things, things tend to do that in all of our worlds? But it does. It makes me look back. And actually, it's, it's made me feel more grateful because I look back and I think, you know, there were some wins that happened, whether it's something I did or our team did, um, some ways I spent time both with my work life and my family life. And it actually has made me more grateful because I, I realize that good things are happening, not always because of me, but they are happening in my life. And it's, it's cultivated more gratitude for me. Josh, you're like speaking to the choir over here. Um, would you say the planner has helped you? Um, how, how do you think that's impacted your team that you're taking the time to celebrate wins? Because I, I've really struggled with this and I'd be curious to, to know if this has been like a shift and how that's impacted other people around you. I hope that slowly it's made me a better person to be around because so many times I would, I would just feel flustered. I would feel stymied um, and feel like I'm not getting to do what I really think I'm supposed to be doing. And that probably translated into, I don't know, some grouchiness sometimes and just some feelings of frustration. So, I mean, I don't know that there are others on my team, for instance, who are, who are using the planner um, but just in general, the idea of looking back and celebrating wins, that, that sort of appreciative look back, we always tend to want to be critical and what didn't work and what should we improve. And man, you do that too much and you just start feeling like you're never doing the right thing. And it has been so helpful, whether it's using the planner or just in general. I mean, the idea of I'm going to look back a week or a month and I'm going to celebrate the things that went well. I don't know. It, it helps me look with hope toward the week and the month that's coming up and say, Hey, if I had some wins last month, chances are I can have some wins this month. Wow. Josh, that's so good. Thank you for sharing that. That's for somebody that also struggles with celebrating wins. It's just so encouraging to hear somebody else and how they're utilizing this. Um, it, it really pumps me up for like next week. I'm ready for my weekly preview already. Like let's celebrate some more wins. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Josh, one of the things we've promised with this podcast is that we're going to teach people how to love Mondays again. Do you feel like you've seen that yeah. shift for yourself? Yeah, I have. Um, I do my preview on Sunday night. And so I, I, I look forward to that time um, when things are a little bit quieter. And when I look at what, when I actually intentionally look at what's coming up the next week, both kind of my hard commitment meetings, time with people, uh, and the things I get to work on, I mean, once I've got my week filled out in my planner and I've kind of put out, put in my schedule and the things I want to do, it's like, okay, let's get here. I'm ready to get going. I've got good things to spend my time on. Um, and so let's get tomorrow here. Let's go. That's awesome, Josh. Okay. So my favorite question to ask 
planner users. What is something that you do with a planner that you've kind of come up with? It's It could be like a hack that you have or just a way that you've customized the planner that other people would be interested to know. Okay. Uh, boy, I'm a pretty boring user. I'm an instruction follower. So when I see how to use it, I'm like following it to the T. I don't decorate mine. I don't do anything really different with it. Here's one thing that I do with mine that might be a little different is I clearly mark like all the quick tasks like emails. And once I see those, it's almost like I can't wait to just get those done. So like I'll sit down even in the morning during my ritual time and just bust out all the emails that I need to send out for the day. It gets them out of my mind. It gets them off the list and also gives me a better chance of hearing back within the same day rather than waiting until 3 p.m. to send them out. I try to clear my small task list sometimes even before my workday starts. I love it when I can sit down to a workday and all I've got are my meetings and then my big three and everything else is knocked out. gives me time to focus on what I want. And again, I feel better about interruptions that happen because I can enjoy spending time with people instead of, you know, looking over my shoulder to a 20 item task list. I love that. Yeah. I do a similar thing with emails. I try to just knock out all my emails before I really get into the day and then maybe I'll check them again at the end of the day. It's just super helpful. You know, I was wondering, do you know that we've got new planners uh, coming out soon, Josh? I, I do know that you have new planners coming out soon. Yeah, did you, I mean, I don't know if you've checked them out. Maybe you got in on the pre-order. But this will tell, this is this is a personality test here. But which, which planner did you go for? Or would you go for? So... Remind me of the names of the three lines. Right. So we, well, I'll, I'll let our chief marketing officer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we've got the classic line. That's got the um, okay. oatmeal and the navy. Then we've got our executive line, which is our European black leather planner. And then the bold line that has like the olive and the poppy, kind of those brighter colors. Yep. So among those three, I stayed with the classic line because, My man. again, straightforward. Let's just keep it going like it's been. I like what I have. I'm, I'm happy for some updates to it, but uh, yeah, I'm a classic line person. If it ain't broke, right? You know? <laughs> that's, that's right. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, I could not be more different on this answer, but that doesn't mean I don't like you, Josh, because uh, I do. <laughs> well, it is amazing. I, I've started using the new one, Josh. Get ready, man. Even the classic has some updates and some tweaks to it that I think you're really going to love even just from a from a visual perspective it's really nice hey i'm i'm excited yeah awesome well josh this has been really fun uh to get to talk with you and hear man it's just been awesome to hear what i what i take away is you've had a mindset shift right um over the last year and how you're approaching productivity yeah um, and i love to hear how you've been using that daily so thanks again for joining yeah. us and sharing with us Great to hear from you. If you're ever at an event, come say hi to Blake and I. Okay. Thank you so much for the time. All right. Thanks, Josh. Bye. All right. So you're a high achiever, right? If you're listening to this, you're a high achiever, which means you you probably like getting things done. Um, But the problem is no matter how many apps you try, how many hacks, how many time management books you read, you can't get caught up in the whirlwind of all the things that are happening on your to-do list. And it leaves you at the end of the day just feeling unsatisfied, like you're doing it all wrong. The truth is that you don't need a new system. You don't need to read 15 more books on how to manage your time. 
you really just need a new mindset. We call it the full focus mindset. And I can summarize it just with this statement. Productivity is not about getting more things done. It's about getting the right things done. And when you start to think about it this way, instantly you're going to go from feeling scattered, overworked, feeling all over the place. You know, you heard that call with Josh. I mean, that's what it feels like. And you're going to move into a place of control, a place of feeling peaceful, feeling an increased sense of gratitude. Josh mentioned that, which I loved. And uh, you'll look back at your week going, man, I've actually been more productive as well. I'm closer towards reaching my goals. I'm hitting my goals. Uh, It's going to be great. You know what this episode has done for me? And I hope it's done for everybody listening. Like, I'm ready to go. Like, let's do this next week. It's Monday. Hopefully you're listening to this on Monday because it comes out every Monday. But like, let's do this this week. Let's shift our mindset. Mm -hmm. So my final thought would just be, you know, we mentioned several mindset shifts. Maybe take one of those that you felt like really spoke to you. Bring it up if you're married. Talk about it with your spouse. Um, Maybe journal about it. Think about it and see how you can incorporate that into your next week. Yeah. So thanks for joining us this week on Focus on This. It is the most productive podcast on the internet. So share it with your friends and remember to use that hashtag focus on this podcast. Join us right back here next week and we'll solve one of your biggest frustrations at work. How to get all your work done by Friday. So until then, stay stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by The Quick Win, a free weekly newsletter with leadership lessons from Michael Hyatt. Find out more at focusonthispodcast.com slash quickwin.